Hello my friends, welcome to The Gun Show. I am your host, Tony Gunn, and I am pleased to bring to you Mike Robinson of CAD Cam Solutions. We are in beautiful South Florida, and what you see behind us, it's not a green screen. This is a gorgeous winter day in South Florida. We call yeah. it winter, but it's still 75 degrees in Fahrenheit, right? That's right, yeah. This is The Gun Show. So, Mike, let's get our audience listening. Let's see what we can do to get them stoked about who you are, where you come from. I, I know a ton about you. I'm excited to have you here. Um, the background that you have, coming from Rolls-Royce, going into programming, coming to the U.S., giving back to those in need, launching your own business. This is all a part of a platform that these guys want to hear about. So let's hear a little bit about how you got started and where you're from before coming to Florida. Sure, absolutely. So, um Started my career off after leaving school, uh, had an apprenticeship with uh, Rolls-Royce PLC in Derby, England, uh, working with the turbine industries, making turbine discs on a lathe, uh, HP and IP compressors. Um, so I was on the machines for five years, um, literally straight out of school, apprenticeship and going through, all, through the works. And then I had an opportunity to go into the engineering department, um, became a manufacturing engineer technician. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Within, um, within the uh, engineering department, and uh, I actually became the first and youngest to be promoted within six months to manufacturing engineer. Um, so that was something I was very happy about. Got a good, uh, a good start by knowing how to cut metal, how to machine metals, ink canals, uh, wasp alloys, titaniums, multiple different materials. Um, using a lot of ceramic inserts, which is always my favorite way, you know, high speed turning with uh, can of metal and, um, you know, green leaf inserts, uh, some of the best times. So <laughs> I went into the engineering department and uh, I was lead programmer on the uh, CNC lathes that I ran. Um, again, knowing how to cut metal, in canals, wasp alloys, titaniums, and uh, we also worked on the twin turret Heiligenstadt, which is a German machine. Um, working up the web of the disc so that the actual machine is pushing against itself from both sides to avoid any deflection in the discs. Uh, so from there, I went into also into the um, Trent 900 and Trent 1000 new product development teams. Um, I helped design with, uh, depending on tooling, etc., and what tooling was available and doing tooling design. Uh, we went from using standardized tooling to having to design tooling on the fly literally two-day turnaround because otherwise it would be holding up the program. Um, from there, you know, developed into other aspects, a lot of cost savings. And um, then I, uh, from Rolls-Royce, then I actually uh, decided to leave the company when um, I moved to Florida, sunny Florida. Then I met my wife uh, in sunny Florida and I've been here for 14 years. And unfortunately, being non-college degreed, I did an apprenticeship, hands-on trade school, which has been phenomenal and put me in a good place to where I am today. The education standard when coming into the States is that if you don't have a degree, you can't qualify for this job. So unfortunately, I had to do things the long-winded way. Uh, I worked, worked really hard at what I did, proved what I can do. Uh, I have a great work ethic and I take leadership and mentor people in any position I've taken in the States. And from there, you know, I, I came in as a technical purchasing agent because I, I knew I had to read drawings, blueprints, et cetera, from Boeing, um, many, many different manufacturers, OEMs. And from there, 
I ended up uh, within a seven-year period, I, I progressed from technical uh, purchasing agent to technical director of the engineering department within a company in Fort Lauderdale and also the machine shop manager. So over time, I could show what I could do. Unfortunately, it takes time. However, you know, coming in with the right skill set, you know, it's uh, I'm a big believer that you, you don't always have to have that engineering degree or certain levels of degrees to do every job, you know. Uh, and I'm a big believer, and not just because I don't have a degree, is that, you know, you can't teach experience. Um, when it comes to that, you know, it's, I've been in a few other jobs, same, same way. Come in, work hard, show what I can do, and I always moved up the ladder, ex exceeded my goals that were set for me and my personal goals. So, you know, bit of hard work, you know, take on, take on every challenge, grab the ball by its horns and just show what you can do. Um, from there, you know, it's, uh, I have my own business now. So I've actually had CatCam Solutions now for, it's gonna be nine years this year. Um, on and off, it was a good start many years ago. Then I had to take a position, uh, you know, I needed health insurance, et cetera, like that, which is always the, uh, the downside to living in the States. All however, right. you need it. Um, from there, I also uh, went into a product development company for a, a security camera company. Uh, so a lot of the products I've designed are on the shelves in Walmart, Costco, uh, Best Buy, etc. You know, you'll see a lot of the products I designed for you know high-end security cameras. I also work with inventors. Um, a couple of guys have been on Shark Tank. Uh, other people have gone their own avenues and privately funded it themselves or with investors, uh, working from napkin sketches to 3D models that somebody else has designed and it's a bit of a mess. So we start from fresh, I put them in good stead. And uh, a lot of the value I add to them is I don't always charge them for the advice. If they want me to check out a model that somebody's done and saying they wanna, they wanna charge this for this, I'll be like, I didn't get your business, but I'll tell you if someone's ripping you off. So I like to give back, pay things forward, I like to sleep at night and, uh, you know, I have good moral ethics and a great work ethic. And, you know, I just don't like to see people get taken advantage of. And it's unfortunate that, it, that they do. Um, so my latest work right now has been that I've been using Power Mill for uh, companies that do architectural work for like simple things like the concrete pillars that you would see at Caesars Palace in Vegas. Uh, the, the fake fronts on the top of buildings around the perimeters that gives it a nice design. Uh, you know, it's the, the foam molds, five axis, five axis work, and from there they do like a, they do a fiberglass layup and then spray it with concrete and then you know decorate it as such for the customer. So that's been my bread and butter for the last 12 months. It's been a great contract, and uh, you know they've been thoroughly pleased with what I've been doing. So I'm obviously looking uh, for additional work anywhere from architectural to designing your, the next invention. Uh, always looking to help people, like I say. Uh, I'm excited to help people. It's something that I do and I, I really enjoy and get things out of. So That's a fantastic story. Uh, you covered a lot of topics there, which was amazing to listen to. Uh, I'm sure the guys listening uh, around the world are also enjoying your story. But I want to rewind a little bit. Rolls-Royce is a heck of a position that a lot of people strive to. Um, maybe as a child or maybe as they become an adult and, and want to, you know, learn the type of technology that they have internally. You know, I know they do some work in, in Sheffield kind of secretly as well. And yeah. I was recently over at CCAM in, in Petersburg, Virginia. Yep. Um, unfortunately, I believe that facility is going to either be uh, redone or shut down. Uh, we'll see what the future holds for them. 
Uh, I'm really hoping the best and, uh, and seeing what happens to that building in Petersburg. But CCAM itself is an excellent uh, R&D place for a lot of companies. Sure. Um, so what I wanted to ask you is, had you not met your now wife, would you have <laughs> left Rolls-Royce or would you still be there? So being at Rolls-Royce was a great time. Learned a hell of a lot. And I can honestly say it put me in good stead to where I am today. If I hadn't met my wife, I would possibly be in Australia. Ah! I, um, I had a joke with quite a few of my friends at Rolls-Royce, and it was, I don't want to be a statistic at Rolls-Royce. Been here 25, 30 years, get the free tie, the watch. Uh, so as much as I love the position, and my progress could have gone all the way up to the top, literally, um, it was time for a change. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. So you met your wife, you came to Florida, uh, you mentioned uh, kind of briefly, but I think it's a significant point about everything that you had done because there was no degree, no sure. piece of paper saying, I know how to do this. Um, it was almost a little bit like starting over when you got here, not fully because you're a very educated person and you knew how to program specifically uh, or extraordinarily, let's say, lays on that at that point of your career, right? Correct. Yes. So you came over. It was kind of a, a new start. Um, you went over to a company, couple of companies in South Florida where you, you know, excelled before launching your own business. But what I wanted to touch base on again was uh, the point that you made about how experience cannot be replaced. And sure. uh, I come from a similar background like you. And while I highly respect um, those of us who have gone through the educational process to sit in the classroom, to learn through a book, to learn, you know, uh, the classroom setting version of what sure. we're getting ready to attack in real life, there is real no replacement for the experience. Would you happen to have a story that you could share where experience kind of overcame a book knowledge? Do you have anything like that that you could share with us? Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's been a few positions I've been at since being in South Florida um, and currently having my own company now where uh, I've had people reach out to me, do you have any work? Um, I got this skill set, I have this skill set, don't have a degree in engineering, but I, I know how to use SolidWorks. You know what, let's sit down, let's have a chat. Um, some kid that's put, his, put the time and effort in to spend two, three years working on YouTube, uh, putting himself through the classes in SolidWorks training, um, that to me says a lot about a person. If you're willing to go that extra mile and you don't have a degree and you're willing to invest your time and effort, long days after working regular jobs, um, I'll always give that guy FaceTime. So if you can sell yourself in an interview and you can show me what you can do, I'll give you a shot. I, uh, I'm big on paying things forward. I was that guy that, you know, moving from Rolls Royce where I could have gone all the way manufacturing engineering manager to maybe even director internal qualifications are very important within Rolls-Royce. As soon as I stepped foot out that door, I was a CNC machinist. So for me to pay it forward, any chance I can, I will. Um, and, and a good story recently is I had a friend that was laid off uh, through COVID who I didn't even know. I saw on his LinkedIn profile, uh, congratulations on your four year anniversary at said company. And he reached back out. I got laid off three months ago. I was like, why didn't you reach out, man? Um, I actually decided this guy was waiting tables, and I was like, I know your, your core skill sets in SolidWorks. You're a ph phenomenal uh, CAD guy. 
if I take on extra work that I don't want, that I can't do, I don't have the time to do, will you commit? And he was 100% in. And from there, I built my relationship with this, with this, with this customer. Uh, they were happy that I was doing work for them again. They knew I needed a break because I just didn't have the capacity. And this guy was making money on the side. He was happy, you know? He was just happy to be doing what he did. And he, so it just so happens that he does have an engineering degree. Um, but knowing him and working with him personally, I already knew what I was getting. So sure. that was a kind of, that's, that's always a nice, easy one. However, there's other people where I was um, at a security camera company where I was interviewing for one position for a call center, um, call center operator, manager, and I was doing product design, but I oversaw the call centers, which was really not my thing. However, I took it by the horns, did what I can, and you know, again, I. I left there knowing a lot more about call centers than I ever did. And I have a lot of respect for people in call centers more. Um, I interviewed this one guy, got the job. I interviewed the second candidate and I was like, I need this guy. So long story short, I went to see my boss and I was like, I got the guy I need for what we want to pay him. And he'll be doing that job. But I have to have this guy. This guy opened up so much opportunity for me to grow within the company. He knew call centers inside and out. And I told him after the fact, I said, you just created, a, you just created yourself a job. I didn't need you. I didn't need two people, but I can't let you go. I can't pass. So after a bit of, you know, going back and forth with the boss, I uh, finally got it approved. And luckily, you know, my boss respected my opinion and saw the, uh, the skill sets that I needed. And this guy checked every box. So I'm happy to say, he moved on from the company I was at because he couldn't go any further until I moved up and I would never hold anybody back. And I even told him, I says, I don't care if you have my job one day because that means I'm moving on to something better. Um, and very good friends to this day with this guy and he's still excelling in the call center industry. So it's, uh, I'm very happy for that. You know, I just like to do what I can. Um, going back to the, um, the experience, you know, it's, I'm 25 years into aerospace, manufacturing, programming, et cetera, designing. And, you know, it's cutting materials, understanding how materials work, understanding CNC machines, you know. And I'm not just saying this because I am a programmer, but I, I, I could honestly say I think the best programmers come from the ground up. Um, and, you know, I also want to take this opportunity to say I don't disagree with anybody going down the education route. I think it's phenomenal that you put invested time and effort in that. And yeah, you, you, you are smarter than me, you know, but when it comes to experience versus classroom time, you can't teach experience. And that to me is extremely valuable. And if I could find the balance where we have an engineer with 10 years experience on the machines, I think I found the perfect, the perfect candidate for any job, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and let's not be too harsh on ourselves saying smarter because it's very obvious that you have the wisdom that this, this entire industry needs, you know. So, so thank you for that. Thank you for what sure. you do for the industry. But also, thank you for giving back. I'm sure of one of many, many, many people who have said thank you to you. But thank you for, for you know, taking care of that friend who you know, was struggling, lost his job. This, this pay it forward uh, type of attitude, especially during the last year that we've had, is so extremely important that we take care of one another. Um, so I'm sure I'm not the first. I won't be the last. 
thank you for doing that as a business owner. Um, Absolutely. I, I try to do the same anytime I can. So uh, seeing that reflection in others, I, I try to show gratitude. But let's move on now to uh, one really nice piece of software known as Power Mill. <laughs> And, uh, and I've had the great pleasure, and you probably have as well, but the great pleasure to uh, spend a weekend or a few days in Vegas at uh, Autodesk University, which is one heck of an event, right? Um, Absolutely. So let's, let's talk a bit about, as a programmer, what inspired you to hop in with PowerMill, Autodesk. Sure. Um, obviously, they do a little bit of Fusion 360. <clears throat> They're in all different sectors of... Uh, engineering, right? It's not just absolutely. the world we're in, but civil engineering. They do multiple you know, facets. Yeah, yeah and, and they're a brilliant company. So let's talk a bit about Power Mill. Um, and we don't have to go too detailed, but sure. as detailed as you want to go, because gotcha. there are some listeners out there that want to learn how to program <laughs> from you. But that, that, there's others that are, you know, maybe on the surface going, well, let's learn a little bit about Power Mill. Where sure, did it come absolutely. from? So, um, so we'll start with. Um, Autodesk and, and, and how you got into it and, and why PowerMill was your programming of choice. Sure. So um, it all started when I was working as a, a research and development manager at a, a window shade company for aerospace. And they were looking to um, have in-house programming. They knew my background. So they were like, listen, we need to get rid of the subcontracting. It's costing us too much money. I'm like, okay, so let me look into it. I uh, looked at a couple of options. One was uh, CamWorks and the other one was PowerMill. Um, both come with very different price tags. Um, at the time, it was the last year that you could purchase the software outright before it became subscription-based on the PowerMill. So it was, uh, you know, it was a big chunk of change. So I had to make the right choice. So uh, what we did, uh, there's a, a good friend of mine I bought in as an additional CNC programmer into this company, and we were given the time to travel go and do the course, understand the software, do a report, cost analysis, ROI, and say, okay, is this a good need for us? Cam works, it fits in SolidWorks, it's great. But can it do what we need to do? Um, we did the course on that, and I gotta say, CamWorks is a great program. It just wasn't the fit that we needed. Um, I went to um, I went to review the PowerMill software, again with my friend, it was a week course, um, and from the moment we saw it, it was like mind-blowing. It was like, wow, this is like uh, good mind-blowing and bad mind-blowing is like, wow, this is a lot to take in. It has everything. Uh, some of the settings you can do, you have full control over the, of the head of a machine. If you can't do it one way, there's five other ways that you're guaranteed. You're going to get the results right. And uh, one of the big things for us was... We were doing a lot of um, a lot of large programs that were several thousands, tens of thousands of lines of code, and to go in and see you have a collision, and to try and find out, and okay, do I need to put another operation here? Do I need to clear this out with another tool? You know, sometimes it's easy. Whereas PowerMill, you have machine tool dynamics. So what that means is that you can go in, you can see the collision on the simulation, and it will stop. And from there, you hit the machine tool dynamics, and you can literally you get uh, you get rotations in X, Y, and Z, uh, also around the C axis, the V axis, etc. And from there, you just move the, you do, you move the head literally just with a couple of clicks of uh, you know selecting the blue arrow, 
and then you just hit update program and that's it five ten seconds where it could take you half an hour an hour of rethinking recalculating coming out with different strategic uh, you know, programming styles. Not to say that the other softwares can't do this, as I'm not as familiar with them, but that alone, when you're reposting several tens of thousands of co lines of code, that's significant time savings there. It so is. That was one of the big selling points for me. Um, that, and like I say, the amount of control you have over a tool, it's it's just a phenomenal software. You know, it's um, it's one that I chose to go down with the company. We implemented it there. And... Um, they still use it to this day. Um, they don't use it to the full depths of what they can use it for, um, mainly due to a lot of, uh, you know, over the last 12 months, work has not been as it was, so there's been less new programs coming through. Um, however, it's a phenomenal program, and that's the one that I was like, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go out 100% on my own, back as CADCAM solutions, uh, even though we never went away, it was tucked away a little bit while I was working at a company. And from there, you know, I was like, Power Mill's my, my go-to. Um, using Fusion as well, you know, it's not so much the Fusion side. A lot of my clients use um, the Power Mill, so I just support them with what they have. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal software. Yeah, it is. It is. And, you know, coincidentally, I had someone, I posted this really great video of this lathe that had multiple turrets on it, right? And it was cutting at the same time. And, sure. and I had a, a friend post, man, I wouldn't want to be the guy to press go on that machine the first <laughs> time, right? And almost immediately, you see three or four other people comment about the software these days and go, well, you have collision detection. You have these things where you can run even on the machine itself to say this is or isn't going to work, sure. right? So absolutely. a lot of that fear has been reduced from software like Power Mill, right? Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the simulation within it is, it's 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 fantastic. And, you know, touch wood, I've not had, I shouldn't jinx myself, but I've not had a bad experience, mainly because the people I'm working with when I send the code over, they know what they're doing. And you could you could have the best program in the world if you don't have the right operators paying attention, they're gonna make you uh, you know sink or swim. So I, I know personally I've pressed the wrong uh, <laughs> decimal point trying to make an offset or something like that before, and oh, the man. program was perfect before I touched it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so power mill is it mainly five-axis machining or does it go into three-axis? Do we work in the lathe world with this? What what? a part of the industry, what part of the machines is PowerMill um, maybe most focused on, and then can it do the other uh, projects as well? Sure. So um, the main function that I use it for is a lot of five-axis work, five-axis simultaneous. Uh, it comes, I believe the standard package comes with three, uh, I believe three and three plus two, uh, but it won't do simultaneous. Um, that's the entry level. I got the, uh, the, the mid-level where it gives me most of the things. Um, also, it has the EDM side to it now, where you're designing electrodes, and you can program electrodes, you know, on, on synchronized. Um, one of the other big things is the additive manufacturing. Um, one of the machines that I actually um, program is a is a DMS, Diversified Machine Systems. Uh, they are, you know, they're, they're looking into the future with additive and subtractive machining in one shot, which is phenomenal. I actually got a great opportunity to visit their facility and see it in action. So the power mill within that side of it, you can do all this within one, one cycle of a program or you have, you know, program one, program two, program three. Um, you can set it up as you like. Uh, and one of the other things I like about it is the, the robotic side. Uh, that's something else I've been getting into with a client 
Uh, you literally, you got a, like a, you know, a FANUC arm, multiple different arms that you can choose from, and you have it on a, a rotating axis. The, the, the robot is stationary, and it's just moving around with all these axes, and then, then you, with, the, with the actual turret, excuse me, with the actual table turning, it's just rotating, doing as much as it can, and you get to some real fine detail. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a lights-out manufacturing. You just press go, you come back in the morning, and it's good to go, you know. It's, some of the materials, the programming is not, it's not like you're doing a 12-foot-high statue made out of, uh, you know, 300M, nothing like that. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of um, composite materials, foams, uh, so, you know, if it goes wrong, it's nothing's getting broken. The tool won't even get damaged, you know, so. Right. And would you consider this software to be user-friendly for someone who's just starting, or would you recommend this to be maybe something a little later, later on to take on and start with a, another version, maybe Fusion 360 or something like that before heading into PowerMill, or do you think someone could hop right into PowerMill? So I would say that Fusion 360 is a great entry level for two-axis, three-axis, uh, simple cutting. I mean, it does four axes and five axes as well, but um, it's it's very user friendly. So I think with maybe a couple of years under your belt with something like that, or you know, other softwares that are out there, which are more commonly known in other you know uh, in CNC shops, etc. Um, to come into it from scratch, I think it could be very mind blowing. Yeah. Um, and that's somebody that's coming from somebody that has experience with other softwares, and you're like, okay, that's a lot to take in. But you know, with practice, you get perfection. Uh, just a lot of hours needs putting into it. Um, it can be very overwhelming initially, I would say, but investing the time and effort into it, you, you can't go wrong. You and really can't. Coming from the background that you've come from, it's, it's obvious that you have, you know, years, decades of experience. Uh, what kind of advice would you offer to maybe someone who's been in the industry for a while and maybe started on the manual side of things and either needs inspiration to get into five axis programming or feels stagnant in, in the transition from one to the other. That type of advice for someone who's been in the industry for a while and, and, and needs to make the transition into programming or someone who's just getting started and would like some advice as to which direction to go sure. into the engineering and programming side of things. Um, I think both of those opposite sides of the seesaw, from the youth to the aged and, and wise, um, could really uh, benefit from some of the perspectives that you have and some of the, the advice that you might have in the programming world with such a vast background that you have. Yeah, I mean, coming from you know, the manual stuff, and if you want to pursue that career into the, uh, the programming and the engineering side, um, a lot of the softwares are relatively cheap to try out. SolidWorks can be purchased for a relatively cheap price. Um, they have trials, you know, a 30-day trial. You can even go into some classrooms where they'll give you a, a brief, you know, uh, maybe a four-hour class. Uh, there's a couple I know in Fort Lauderdale that do that kind of thing. You know, it's, it may seem overwhelming, you know, seeing from just machining to, okay, now how do I design this? How do I draw it? How do I make this 3D model? It's very rewarding. I would say if you've got the mindset, go for it. You know, it's, it's very rewarding knowing that you've designed it, you programmed it, and you may end up machining it depending on, you know, where you work. Um, I'm, I'm all in. I'm, I'm a risk taker, you know. It's, 
I left, uh, I left very high paying jobs just because I wasn't getting satisfaction and, and a good self reward from it. So, you know, not everybody's in that position. Not everybody wants to take that chance. But uh, I would say if, you, if you've got the itch, go for it. And, you know, there's a lot of forums out there, a lot of uh, groups on LinkedIn, Facebook, etc., like that. There's people out there to help, you know. And, man, shoot me an email. If you got a question, if you want to know how to, you know, how do I take this from this level to this level, what software would you recommend? Power Mill and SolidWorks are not everybody's first choice. They're my choice. Uh, and I've been very successful with both. And, you know, and also using PowerShape, which is another one of the Autodesk products, um, you know, go for it, man. I would say just jump in two feet. Uh, got a wife and three kids. And I pulled the plug and I just two feet in. And Have courage. Be brave. That's it. You know, you got to just, um, you know, just give it 110%. You got to work long hours. So be it, you know. Yeah. It, it pays off. And, and if for no other reason, go join us at Autodesk University. It's in Vegas. Even if you're just <laughs> curious, right? You'll, if you nothing go. else, you end up with a good story for the weekend. That's it, and absolutely. And maybe you'll get to learn a little bit about programming while you're at it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah, so, Mike, you're obviously based here in the West Palm Beach, South Florida area. Um, what is your territory? Do you work globally? Are you able to support everyone uh, globally, or is this your territory here? How does that work for you? So right now, everything is U.S.-based. Um, client-wise, however, I do have an occasional uh, client from Europe um, that will bounce up once in a while, you know, just uh, six months of silence and, oh, we need this doing. Uh, you know, it's not, always, it's not always a programming job. It could be, you know, drawings, modeling, 3D design, um, trying to partner with other companies, you know, uh, it's like, well, I shouldn't say partner, it's more like, um, you know, a, a good working solid relationship you know it's uh i'll give you work you give me the work that i can do and vice versa you know we bounce across and i work with a lot of companies like that you know we help each other out uh a lot of small businesses you know and it's it, you got to put the pride aside if you need work reach out to your friends you know reach out to your network you have to uh you know you got to put food on the table keep a roof over your head it's, it's, that's, yeah, that's kind of important these days, right? Yeah. So how could someone find you if they wanted to look you up? So the best way to find me would be uh, on my website, which is www.cad-camsolutions.com. Uh, from there, you'll find my website. And I have, uh, you know, like an info. Uh, I even have my cell phone on there. So, you know, reach out. If, I have, if I've got the time, I'll pick up. If I don't, I'll get back to you. You know, Excellent. I'm just about helping as much as I can and growing my network, and I'd love people to be part of my network. I love it. Mike, thank you so much for being on The Gun Show. Guys, Absolutely. thank you for watching. Uh, this is The Gun Show. I'm your host, Tony Gunn, and we are trying to bring artificial intelligence to life, meaning these are the personalities behind the machines, behind the software. This is where your phones come from and your cars and your buildings and pretty much everything that's around you besides us and the air. So thank you for watching. I want to give a quick shout out to my friends over at Autodesk, Lee Connolly, Adam Smith, Rob Giel. Thank you so much for being friends. Mike, thank you again. It's been a real pleasure. Um, pleasure's mine. Thank you. Cheers, my friend.